This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. We're back. We'll try this again. Take two, Wes. I love it. What's up, man? Hold on a second, Wes. Yeah, um, yeah, all right, there you go. Let me just cut that music out. We'll just talk. All right, there you go. Welcome in TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. Take two. Second verse, same as the first. How are you, Wes? (laughs) I'm great, man. I am absolutely wonderful. It is a great day here in Murray County. We are enjoying some beautiful weather great uh great show prepared for you guys tonight we had a little bit of difficulty but jp my man got us back we're back we're better late than never some people say i guess and i don't know where we got cut off but Uh, i don't either uh so we'll just start over here's what's in store tonight uh big news from the mount earlier today the official announcement of the new head football coach kit hartsfield the presser uh, pretty impressive today. We were there. We were live. We've got sound. The highlights from that, we'll play it for you coming up in just a little bit. A lot of coaching uh, moves. This is a new coaching season in college and pros. Um, and um, the Jags, uh, close to closing a deal with the one and only Urban Meyer coming back to coaching the NFL for the first time, by the yeah. way, for him. Uh, I saw this afternoon Vandy announced uh, some of their new assistant coaches uh, officially today, so we'll uh, kind of hit on that. And um, so, like the sands through the hourglass, so too are the days of our lives on Rocky Top. Uh, I don't know if there's anything new, but we'll certainly <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> I'll tell you this. There are, you know, they are great uh, secret keepers. Let's just say it that way, because we have nothing but speculation coming out of there. There you go. We have nothing concrete, but it is, it's a weird story, you know, and it's, it's unfolding ever so slightly in front of our faces. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, we, we talk about it almost daily and there seems to be something new daily, but um, we'll see uh, what we've got on that. Uh, we can also run down a little college basketball. Uh, a little bit of high school hoops. Not a whole lot tonight, uh, but we can certainly run down in case you're out and about uh, and, and maybe on a list, I guess, because otherwise I guess you're not really getting in most places. So uh, I, I guess just for your knowledge, we'll tell you who's playing tonight. So you can know to listen in tomorrow morning on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today for the rundown and find out who won and what the score was. How about that? JP, what yep. about Alabama basketball? Yeah, looking good, man. Hey, 7-0. and oh. Yep. And beat some quality teams. I mean. Uh, they're, they're for real. They That's are for real. real I mean, deal. hey. Talk about championships. I mean, they are, oh my goodness, they are in the right direction in every facet of their programs down there, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, 
it is oppressive, and uh, I'll see if I can find our schedule uh, because you can hear the Alabama Crimson Tide basketball team right here on WKOM, home of the Crimson Tide, and from Learfield IMG College. So uh, we'll run that down later in the show. Also, the NFL Divisional Round coming up this weekend. We've got uh, – this is always my favorite weekend in the NFL. Uh, last weekend was pretty good. Double, triple headers. Uh, but um, – these uh, Saturday and Sunday, two doubleheaders uh, were all was always my favorite um, because right. it's um, you know the the time of the day you know they shifted several years ago to on Saturday where they would do uh, uh, an afternoon game at like three and then um, a prime time game at night and I don't know if it was one of the first year uh, the first year or, or one of the first years was the snow game. Between the Raiders and the Patriots, the the Tuck Rule, the tuck, yeah, yeah, the, the tuck, tuck Rule of Brady. Um, that was a long time ago. I was, uh, I think, I was working the Predators for some reason at that time because I was at a Predators game that night, and uh, it was um, it was incredible. So enjoy that, and then of course Sunday you've got um, an early afternoon and a, a late afternoon game. So it's um, well, we're going to get to see if the Browns are for real. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll get into that uh, coming up in just a little bit. But uh, for this first segment, uh, before we take a break, I uh, wanted to let you hear a little bit of how the press conference went earlier today down on the mouth. They announced their new head football coach. Here's how it sounded first. Uh, Dr. Jackson, principal at Mount Pleasant High School. I want to start off by saying thank you to Mr. Eric Hughes. I charged Eric Hughes with an incredible task. And that was finding a list of candidates that were top tier, gold standard, that would set a new standard for athletics for Mount Pleasant. Mr. Hughes took that charge incredibly serious and dedicated the last four weeks of his life to curating a list of some of the heaviest hitters I've ever sat in front of. And that culminated last Saturday when we interviewed six top tier candidates from across the United States. One of those candidates bubbled to the top who you will get a chance to hear from today. I also want to thank Mr. Chris Pointer, Murray County Public Schools Athletic Director, for working with us throughout this process. He has been nothing but an ally and a champion for us in making sure that we push this program forward to a championship mindset, which we will talk about in just a minute. This is Mount Pleasant's 50th year, and I do think it's imperative that we look back. And we can't look back without recognizing the work of Coach Bradley and his service here for seven years. Coach Bradley will be remembered for his character, his integrity, and his work ethic. Yet with looking back comes the most imperative step, which is looking forward. And as we stare into an uncertain future, there is one thing that we're sure about, and that's what we're going to do today. We draw a line in the sand today, and we're calling that line our championship mindset. I don't mind telling you that I was walking up this way with Mayor White. He reminded me, we're no longer going to apologize for wanting to be great. We're no longer going to apologize for setting a new standard, for chasing excellence. That's what we're here to do at Mount Pleasant. We also recognize that we have had incredible teams with amazing players, and we do not overlook them as we look forward. However, the combination of our youth league, 
of our middle school and our flagship high school, we are going to create an indelible pipeline, a sustainable athletics program. Because from now on, we are about great programs, not good teams. We are building great programs that will stand the test of time and that will yield championships. Make no mistakes, friends. We are here to do what we have not been able to accomplish yet in the 50 years here at Mount Pleasant High School. And it will take all of us, every single one, which is why we call this press conference today. This is a city initiative, a movement where everyone gets on the same page and pulls in the same direction for one goal, and that is to bring this city, Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, a state championship. And I am ready, friends, as we draw this line in the sand to introduce you to the new head football coach of Mount Pleasant High School who will lead us in that direction as we draw this line in the sand, and that is Coach Kid Hartsfield. We uh, couldn't be more excited to be uh, joining this community. I've known about this community for a long time, known about the potential of the football program specifically. I've had a great day meeting a lot of kids, a lot of players, a lot of administration, faculty members from the elementary to middle school and over here in the high school. After meeting all those people, uh, you can feel, just feel the energy and, and the culture and just that standard uh, that Dr. Jackson's talking about. When you hear words like the Mount, uh, championship mindset, Tigers, uh, those are all terms that that any competitor would really uh, want to be a part of. I coach for a few reasons. I say my purpose for coaching is for the kids. It's to help them reach their goals, their dreams, uh, to help mentor and mold you into young men, grow up to be great husbands, fathers, and uh, be able to be the example uh, for your community someday. But make no mistake about it, my goal is to win. Our goal is to win. And when we take the field this fall, we're taking the field with a Tiger mentality. And that's from the top down, from the high school, Tiger mentality, from the middle school, a Tiger mentality, the youth league, all pulling in the same direction. What that looks like to me is mean, tough, fast, swagger, attitude, relentless effort, giving relentless effort, competitive effort for your brother and your teammate beside you. And uh, when the clock strikes zero, everybody at that game is going to know that every athlete on that field gave their all for each other and for the people in the stands and the entire community. Couldn't be more excited. I know my entire family is really excited to be a part of this family up here on the Mount. Go Tigers. All right, so that's how it sounded earlier today. Oh, yeah, Kid Hartsfield, your new head football coach at Mount Pleasant. When we come back, Talk a little college, a little pro. We'll see what else we can get into. JP and Wes hanging out with you on this Thursday night. So glad you're with us. 
We'll talk to you in just a moment. Stay with us. Back TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. JP and Wes hanging out with you. Happy Thursday, bottom of the hour. As um, getting ready for the weekend, Wes. Yes, sir. What's up, my friend? Oh. So, um, coaching vacancies got a lot of them out there. NFL, college. What's uh? What's uh, there's so many different ways to go, but what's what's kind of on your radar? What what have you been uh, hearing, and what tickles your fancy? Well, I'll start off with the college. Let's start okay. with college uh-huh. first. Okay. Um, obviously, you know the hot commodity would be the entire Alabama staff, um, as Sarkeesian is compiling his staff to go with him to Texas. You know, I mentioned this a while ago. I don't know if we got cut off or not, but he's already plucked two offensive assistants from Alabama and looking to take, uh, as of reports today out of Tuscaloosa, that he is in trying to lure Pete Golden, the current defensive coordinator, with him to Tuscaloosa. And as you mentioned earlier about Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer is trying to lure – a defensive analyst, Charlie Strong, who had been at Texas and at other places, but was with Meyer at Florida. So that's the latest out of Tuscaloosa. And the NFL, I mean, my goodness, it seems like they're interviewing everybody except for me and you, JP, for these head coaching jobs <laughs> yep. in the NFL. That's right. Um, reports today were that um, – you know, the Eagles were interviewing the Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator, uh, former quarterback, Kellen, uh, I'm, his last name slipping my mind, but I can see his face. He was at Boise State, um, played with the Cowboys, and then turned into a coach and offensive coordinator. So they're interviewing him. And then Arthur Smith, the coordinator for the Titans, he's interviewed at Atlanta I mean, at all six vacancies so to speak. So the coaching carousel in the NFL is a revolving door, to be honest with you. Yeah, and it uh, it has been. Of course, uh, the news also, uh, maybe the biggest name perhaps out there who's not even an NFL coach or a former NFL coach, and that's Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Reports today oh, yeah. um, that that deal is uh, all but done um, and uh, just working out some final details. Uh, what do you think about Urban uh taking his game to uh, the NFL? Well, if if there's anybody that can manage multiple personalities uh, is Urban Meyer. I mean, he's done a good job of managing all of the players that he's had that, I mean, that have come out in Florida. I mean, my goodness, everything that, that happened at Florida and then Ohio State with all those prima donnas that he had there. Um, the only thing that if I was Jacksonville, you know, maybe he's getting so much money now that he'll be able to cure any what a health issues that he's had, so to speak, that, uh, you know, that has caused him to get out. And I'm not trying to make fun of that at all. I'm just saying it seems like that 
every time Urban Meyer gets ready to leave a job, it's citing health issues. But, you know, $12 million a year can cure any kind of health issue for sure. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who, who he lures to go with him. Um, you know, whether it be veteran coaches like Charlie Strong or whether it be young and up-and-coming coaches because coaching in the NFL is a different – different than college i mean you don't have to recruit which is a good thing but in the pros you have to win because there's a lot of money on the line so to speak yeah um you know i heard sylvester croom a long time ago who who last coached running backs for the titans he said that every place he coached he always had one of those pod moving you know those little pods <laughs> storage uh-huh. yeah because he said the average lifespan of a coach career wise was three years in the pros. Yeah. And he said they moved like 14 times. Ugh, that's rough. That is rough. But, but you know what? That's why they get paid. They get paid. They get paid. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, you know, I mean, it's it, where it's really rough is their family. Um, right. You know, you're, you're a coach, you've got a family and not that you've had to move all over the place, but still, uh, but the time and sacrifice. Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. But, that twelve million kind of eases that a little bit. Yeah, hopefully one... you can afford to pay somebody to move you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they hopefully. do. But there's one there's one thing that you can't get back though, JP, and you know this, um, is time. Mm-hmm. You know, and and time, you know, uh, none of us can escape it, and you don't want to lose those memories with your children or your wife, you know, your family. But that's the life of a coach. Um, and, and I think Urban Meyer really wanted this because he had mentioned on a broadcast earlier in the season that, you know, he's, you know, it's hard for a coach to watch a game if you're not coaching because yeah. you're always wanting to, you know, kind of like with you listening to a broadcast, you know, you always <laughs> want to interject on it. You know what I'm saying? Put your I don't twist do that, on yeah. It. You know, but you yeah. know what I'm getting. No, I mean, it, he, yeah. he, was, he was sitting out and he was not getting to do what he loved to do. And, Somebody came calling, and I mean, they came calling big, $12 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. I mean, unless you're living just some landish lifestyle, I mean, $12 million could, I could live off that the rest of my life. That's a, yeah, it's a lot of cash. Um, you talked about who might go with him, uh, footballscoop.com, and uh, uh, let's see, uh, it is Doug Samuels. Reporting, uh, Bill Rabinowitz, um, who was um, was Urban's right hand man uh, and Ohio State assistant director for football sports performance, um, and uh, others um, perhaps uh, include Kerry Combs, a, a DC uh, and secondary, uh, Greg Madison, co DC, uh, the Sam linebackers, uh, Corey Dennis, quarterbacks coach, and Brian Hartline, the wide receivers coach. So, uh, Ryan Day's staff could be uh, pilfered. You, you talked a, a few moments ago about uh, Alabama staff that uh, Sark was uh, was taking uh, several of those guys. So, Ohio State could uh, fall under the same uh, realm with Urban heading to Jacksonville. Well, if Combs goes back to the NFL, I'm going to be highly upset because – Combs was a defensive back coach for the Titans, and he was really good. I mean, he came he, – he, he was at Ohio State when Meyer was there anyways, but he came with Rabel 
to the Titans, and then he went back to Ohio State. He's a current defensive coordinator, and I think that, uh, you know, after the beatdown that Alabama put on him the other night, he's looking to get out um, and reunite with Urban Meyer for sure. Uh, but it'd be interesting, you know. I mean, I know this about Urban, and I've met him a couple of times at, at coaching clinics and stuff like this, and he is what he is. I mean, what you see on TV when he talks about being a fiery competitor and all that, he is a competitor. So, I mean, he's won at, you know, the smallest levels in college. He's won on the big stage in college. And as a competitor, I think this was a challenge for him. You know, can I succeed in the NFL? Because that may be the only thing that he has. If he is successful, JP, that would be the only coaching uh, thing that he could hang over Nick Saban's head is he went to the NFL and was successful. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I mean, you look at that, and you know, I'm getting texts from Alabama fans saying, "Yeah, good, good, Pete Golden, you know, go to Texas because." And I'll tell you why, JP. Uh, who just got fired from South Carolina? Um. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, the former defensive coordinator. Will Muschamp. Will Muschamp. Thank you. And let me tell you something. If Pete Golden does go with Sarkeesian, that will be that will be Nick Saban's first call because, and I will tell you, happens. You can chalk it up. Alabama already has a good defense. Their defense will be unbelievable if those two are reunited. Yeah, that, that's that's a pretty good uh, coordinator when you've got somebody with that type of head coaching experience. And of course, uh, the news. Well, and, they were. Uh, excuse me, they were together uh -huh. at LSU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they've don't. got a history. Um, Bill O'Brien, the news yesterday. I, I don't know. I haven't uh, seen the latest. If he is uh, still a front runner for the OC job with Alabama, well, would do you know anything more about that? Yeah, according to ESPN.com, they they were pretty much in the last hours of finalizing the deal. So it's pretty much a done deal that Bill O'Brien will be the next offensive coordinator for the juggernaut Alabama mm -hmm. offense. Jeez. I mean, imagine inheriting that program. <laughs> and here's the cool thing. Reports out of Tuscaloosa, too, that two of their top defensive players are coming back. Yeah, good for them. They are not, not going to the league, as some speculated. Hey, I'd stay in college as long as I could. Oh, hey, trust, yes, for sure. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I get you know, if you're a top draft pick, but still, um, if you, yeah, stay in college, have fun. Yeah, you know, only insurance. College yeah. One time. yeah, for true. sure. Um, staying in the SEC, uh, Clark Lee at Vanderbilt announced uh, today. I, I don't know if any of these were breaking today. I know a couple that were not, but uh, his staff starting to come together. Uh, added uh, Anoki Brechterfield. <laughs> you know about him, right? Yep. Uh, Justin <laughs> L <laughs> Justin Lustig. Um, of course, Barton Simmons was announced as the general manager and director of personnel. Uh, how about that? Uh, former twenty. Smart move. Yep. Smart uh, move. Recruiting uh, coordinator um, and Nick Valdeseri uh, as the recruiting coordinator. So. Um, the staff is coming together, and you know what little I'm reading about these guys. Of course, Javon Hay is yeah, staying. Um, he's been there. 
and former Vanderbilt player, and uh, he is staying. So that is uh, good news. But, um, you know, I mean, these aren't necessarily big names, but they're, you know, I think they're smart selections, what little I'm reading about these guys, and fitting into what Clark Lee, it it appears that he has a plan, Wes, and he's getting people to fit that plan. Uh, Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing, JP, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, his plan and his vision – of course, he could hire anybody, but you got to be able to align yourself with, you know, we've talked about this before with, with Vanderbilt. You know, I'm sure unless you've been part of the Vanderbilt family, it would be a hard sell. But we can talk more about that and get in-depth about these programs. Um, and- yeah. Um, all right. Um, we are actually up against a uh, another break so we'll uh we'll take that and when we come back we'll look ahead to the um the nfl big uh, weekend coming up so stay with us this is uh, tsl presented by parks motor sales we'll be back right after this We're back. Final segment, TSL, on this Thursday. That went by quick, Wes. It did. I mean, this week has flown by. Woo. JP, yep. I gotta, I gotta. I know this is off topic, but I just gotta say this because this is this story coming out of uh, San Francisco. Have you heard about this? I this have. Guy, I have not. This guy in San Francisco says, "If you think you're having a bad day, yeah, just remember there's a guy in San Francisco." He has two more chances to guess his oh, password correctly. The Bitcoin. Before, yes, before he loses $220 million in Bitcoin. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot of pressure. I, mean, I tell you, I, write I'm, it down, man. <laughs> write it down. <laughs> well, what I understand with Bitcoin, it's, it's not like your email password or something where you can retrieve it, you know, by sending... You know, when you got security questions or whatever, uh, apparently, it's it's like uh, the key to a safety deposit box. Uh, you lose it, and you know, you're SOL. So, yeah, for I sure. Mean, uh, well, JP, yeah, that's rough. I just got another bomb dropped here. What you got? You know, I feel like I'm Adam Schefter again. Here we go. <laughs> um, I just got a, a tweet here. It says Alabama Titans and special teams coach Jeff Banks is now going to join Sarkeesian staff at Texas. Hmm. So that's three and possibly four coaches leaving to go with Sark and Texas. And Jeff Banks, I mean, he's a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. You don't I mean, you see him. He looks like he's an Italian guy on the sideline with the glasses, but he has done a phenomenal job with the special teams at, at Alabama as well. And I know it sounds like I work for Alabama, but I'm just – here to provide you the latest news yeah and um he's uh, he could stand to be the first uh special teams coach to top the one million dollar a year mark so that tells you what kind of job he's done i mean you know he went out and recruited uh alabama's field goal kicker who went perfect for the year 
mm-hmm. which is, I mean, if anybody knows Alabama football, that's been the area that they've struggled in. The one area, yep. The one area, and it, it's pretty. But I will say this, all these guys and all these coaches leaving, um, let me spin this in a positive direction. Uh, all the players that are declaring or leaving, like Mac Jones, I mean, that's no no-brainer. Come on. Yep. But all these other underclassmen have guaranteed Coach Saban uh, that they will finish and get their degree. So what does that tell you about the coaching job and the impact that he's having on these young men's lives? Yeah, no so question. just don't chase the money, but get your education, get your degree. So that, I thought that was a pretty good uh, well, point to make. Well, Saban doesn't want to have to go answer some of those mamas that he sat in the living room and told them that they're going to get their degree, you know? Well, and two, I think it that not only that, but I also think too, he is building a foundation for these young men to understand football can be taken away from you in one play. So if you get your degree, you can create your own path and your own future, so to speak. Absolutely. If you if you, if you understand what I'm spitting out, JP. Yeah. On there, I'm I'm catching what you're dropping. <laughs> I'm telling you, the the guy you mentioned a while ago, the Barton Simmons, I don't think Vanderbilt fans and I don't think football fans in Tennessee, uh, that's probably one of the smartest hires that Clark Lee uh, and Vanderbilt has made in a long time. Because who better to know these recruits than this guy? I mean, that's what he's done. Exactly. Well, and, and, you know, with the – uh, with the addition of the transfer portal, portal, and more and more players are flowing through that, uh, you uh, you basically almost have to have a college um, scout of uh, team, you know, other players that are already in college, not just your high school guys that recruit, but you got to be up on uh, who's out there in college in case they enter the, the transfer portal. Um, you know, not that Vanderbilt's going to do a whole lot of that, but everybody is is partaking in that and you know it's you know good for the players that they can um you know because the coaches come and go so you know i think well, it's I mean, good to make it, the that's players an ugly wor- mm-hmm. that's an ugly word that you know mike epley brought to us uh about six months ago with the transfer portal but he was on to something because it that is the monster now in college football uh it's sad because it also takes away a lot of high school kids opportunities to get scholarships because uh, a college coach is going to look at the transfer portal before they do high school and junior college. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, having somebody like Barton Simmons uh, with the lo- with the specific uh, charge of worrying about the player personnel. I mean, I'm sure programs have people that do that, but to actually – Put a general manager and player personnel director on um, on a particular uh, member of your staff. Uh, I I think it's great, and I think it's innovative, and I lo- I love what Venable's doing, thinking outside the box. And I think you'll see other programs follow suit sure. to that as well. Uh, his partner, I guess uh, Tom Luganville, is that his name? Is that if I'm pronouncing that right? Uh, yeah, he's the ESPN recruiting coordinator, yeah, I, I believe. I or, wouldn't be surprised if somebody didn't go after that's him true. as yeah, well. That's true. That's a good point. It's a good Some point. Some breaking news. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, you, here we go. You had mentioned it, but the deal is finalized. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have named Urban Meyer as their head coach 
officially at 5.50 this afternoon. All right. Congrats to Urban. Um, yeah. And he's got a lot it's, of draft picks. Um, and but the most important space. one, he's got the number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Does he go with Lawrence or does he uh, somehow get uh, Fields? He does. I, I don't think he goes with Justin Fields. Yeah. Uh, how could you pass Trevor Lawrence? Kind of hard to. Be honest. Yeah. He's uh, he's almost like um, uh, you know Andrew Luck was the I think the latest sure thing, um, and Lawrence Trevor may be in that same vein. But I think that, you know the two things I think GMs. And NFL coaches fail to do a lot of times. Uh, they get so fascinated by Trevor Lawrence and these types of quarterbacks that they forget you better have a good, solid offensive line to protect him, and you better give him some weapons to throw to. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you heard sirens rolling by. I've seen three fire trucks, uh, three police cars, and an ambulance drive by in the last couple of minutes here on West 7th. Anyway, hope uh, hope everybody's okay. That's um, why I'm on a remote location, JP. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, before we get out of Dodge, uh, quick look um, for uh, the games Saturday and Sunday, uh, divisional round of the playoffs. Saturday afternoon, 325 Central on Fox. It is the L.A. Rams in Green Bay, Titletown, to take on the Packers, Cloudy and 36 at kickoff, and the Packers with a six-and-a-half-point uh, spread in their favor. For that one, it's gonna be cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first game. Uh, the night game on NBC uh, is in Buffalo. A night game in Buffalo in mid-January. What do you think about that? <laughs> I wouldn't want to play it. No, I'd be wanting to set up in a box, a yep. heated box. The uh, Baltimore's in town. The Ravens, uh, after their win over the Titans, and Buffalo, a two and a half point favorite. Thirty-seven degrees at kickoff. Chance of snow at Orchard Park. On Saturday night, again, that on NBC. Sunday afternoon at 2.05 Central, the Cleveland Browns, uh, big winners over the Steelers. They head to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Um, The number one seed, they had the bye week. We'll see how they come out of that. 41 degrees and uh, partly sunny skies. Kansas City, a 10-point favorite in that one. Um, And, uh, boy, what 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 a turn of events in that game against the Steelers. The first snap of the game, over the head of Roethlisberger, into the end zone, the Browns recover, touchdown, and the route was on in, what, what 28 points in the first quarter? Is that yes. Is that right? Three interceptions, 28 points. Unreal. Fumble. I mean, it was everything that could have went wrong yeah, went wrong for that's Pittsburgh. Right. That's right. And and kudos to the Browns for, you know, showing up, and that's why you play the, mm-hmm. the game of in the white lines, brother. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, the late game on Sunday on Fox. How about this quarterback matchup? Tom Brady, Drew Brees. The Bucks at the Saints, uh, 540 Central Time, and New Orleans a three-point favorite. That one's going to be a fun one down in New Orleans on Sunday evening for sure. All right, uh, high school basketball tonight. Santa Fe at Fairview Girls Only. As the boys' game got canceled this afternoon, Agathos Classical Girls are at Zion Christian as well. That's it on the hardwood. Wrestling, Columbia Central, uh, Siegel and Franklin County. Uh, they're at Franklin County for a dual meet there. Independence 
is at Summit as well. Both of those should be underway at this point. Full wrap-up of that, plus the Friday and Saturday slate in high school basketball on the run down SMTN Sports uh, today, tomorrow at 9. Do you follow that? SMTN Sports today, tomorrow. <laughs> hey, JP, yeah. i got to say something as a coach and as a, a avid fan. I, I think, you know, the story from uh, the, all these youngsters that are listening to our show and everybody out there affiliated with sports, Mac Jones, think about this. He was the third-string quarterback for two years at Alabama. And look what he did when he got his opportunity. Uh, he could have – we talked about the transfer portal, and he could have been like, oh, I didn't get my shot, I'm leaving all this, and instead put in the hard work, the dedication, and look how it paid off. So what I'm trying to say to our listeners is, you know, when sports are tough, you know, hunker down, hard work, and you can accomplish anything you want to. There you go. Amen, brother. Wes, always appreciate it. Uh, stay safe. Uh, stay healthy. To all of you out there as well, take care of one another. For Wes, I'm JP reminding you, radio still loves you. Have a great Thursday night. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning right here on TriStar Sports Radio. This has been TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. Good night, everybody.